acids. Two wizards. Yeah. I so I'm in my new cave. Oh, okay. I sort of went crazy. Nice. And I bought a I bought a desk, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because before I was posted up in my closet, mm-hmm. and I'm still posted up in my closet, but, but now it's desk. not my kitchen table. So like we have a kitchen table now. Yeah. And it's weird and like. That's so awesome. But I'm staring dead at the face of Ron Swanson because I found my Pyramid of Greatness poster <laughs> yes. as I was cleaning out my closet. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And I'm like, oh my god, how is this more magical? There's two faces of Ron Swanson, two wizards at the pyramid, yeah. the most magical symbol, three sides, the most powerful magic number. Yeah. Like, no, that's a mo- it's great. That's so awesome. <laughs> I have never felt more magical when I was recording. <laughs> well, and and yeah, like specifically that like masculine magic energy where it's like fuck yeah i got i got ron swanson here telling me that yes. fish is for sport only not or never eating and i totally flubbed that yeah, sport only sport only it's practically a vegetable but if i can get like comic book nerd about that mm-hmm. he does take leslie fishing and or whatever and goes i love fishing it's the one sport where i can kill something yeah so, and you know Ron Swanson's not killing something and not eating. Right, right. Well, and, and, and I'm Plus. sure that, well, because I even, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've sung the praises of uh, trout and eggs and, uh, yes. and a nice uh, salmon steak or tuna steak. Woo, that's, that's oh, also yeah. good. That's also good eats. So, yeah, I think, I think he was probably, and, and granted also, like, in the course of the episode, he's uh, um, delivering this to, like, the middle school age boys on his basketball team that he's coaching so i don't know maybe he's also encouraging them to have have more red meat and not 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 too much fish because you might get mercury poisoning i don't know so i'm looking at it right now and it's the fourth column up and left to right it goes cow protein pig protein chicken protein romantic love deer protein fish parentheses sport only (laughs) (laughs) so good Oh and I, I, I don't know, like, I know he's not a real person, but I like the idea that here's, you know, protein, your, your most basic building block of everything. It's like, mm-hmm. you need it. It's super important. Yeah. But mashed in there is romantic love. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because like, you know, man cannot live on steak alone. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is a metaphor for cheating on your wife, but whatever. I'm going to I mean, co-opt could... it for this purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably that too. But um, yeah. Lord said not by bread alone. Um yeah. yeah. So, so there you go. Um, anyway, everyone, hello. I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Who's that there, Sonny? Is that is that a wizard? I, oh, I don't know. It's old. It's old man wizard Mark here. Oh, <laughs> coming, coming into my thirty-second year. Oh, my back. Oh, my memories. Oh, I'm afraid of everything. Oh, Corona. Oh. <laughs> Well, there's also that uh, that very famous uh, show tune, right? That goes, "Old Man Wizard." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it oh, is. Oh, you snapped me out of my age. Right? Hi, I'm back. You broke the spell. It's me. I want to live, Clarence. 
Clarence, I'll take you back. I want to live. I want to live. <laughs> oh, man. Death doesn't start at 30. Life begins at 32. <laughs> Worse little Zuzu. <laughs> oh, God. This is, this is so uh, awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> Mark, it is it's so great to catch up with you again, man. And yes, yes and and it, and particularly um, after this, after a, a very special milestone. Yeah, thirty-two, man. Like Big I don't feel any different. I, w- I was doing a bit. I'm sorry, sorry to fool you guys. I was doing a bit, but thirty-two years strong. And um, yeah, uh, next year when I hit thirty-three, I'm gonna have an I beat Jesus birthday. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how. Maybe I'll pin the crucifix on the Christ. Probably cut this part out, but whatever. Well, or or what you could do if we really want to like push the envelope there is like, yeah, like have have your own cross, and then just like rip rip the arms off like that like photo right like that image that goes around yeah. on the internet. Be like, all right, he is risen. <laughs> can can we take a second talk about Jesus? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so like, and I know we're totally just breaking everything here, but like. Who's your favorite Jesus, Josh? Oh man, I I think I do. Yeah, like uh, I I do kind of like the whole. Um, yeah, I guess the best way to, the best way to describe it is Chad Jesus. Yeah, where like yeah, just like like monstrous biceps, uh, eight mm-hmm. eight pack, and just like whipping out <laughs> fish and loaves. Um, like, like giving people black eyes. Yeah. Like Chad, Chad, Chad Jesus is probably one of my best ones. Yeah. 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 I was going to say like, I don't like the, I guess you call him the, the Anglo Catholic Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's so skinny and I right. get it. He's like the meek shall inherit the earth and shit, mm-hmm. but the man was allegedly a carpenter. Cause he was going to be huge. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I'm with you. It's got a, and I, for lack of a better term, I call it the uh, Mexican Jesus. Cause like. <laughs> You see this like buff ass Jesus like airbrushed onto stuff. It's like, all right, Jesus. Yeah. I also, but also have you looked up the Korean Jesus? Oh yes, yes I have. And it is, it is, it is Mexican Jesus two point Like yeah. this dude's biceps have biceps. Right. Like, well, and I heard this dude had like thirty two biceps. <laughs> well, and I want to say that um, doesn't like Japanese Jesus have a brother that just like hangs out with him, where it's like. Where it's like Jesus and then like uh, Yoshi and they like go off and have adventures. I have no idea. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that I that I heard that. I know there's like the story that Jesus learned like during his like 33 years because it was all a mystery. Like mm-hmm. he it says that he like traveled to the Middle East or not the Middle East into India and met with like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the Buddha or something mm-hmm. and then there was like he went to Tibet but yeah like he went on like a little kind of eastern tour there yeah yeah I kind of went on a walk about but... there's a there's a there's a stage play um kind of like I won't say pl- playing with or making fun of that idea but yeah like it is kind of based about that and, it, and it's called Jesus in India and it's like yeah what if hmm. what if Jesus like 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 here's this hypothetical what what would that have been like for him to go hang out in in India with all these like yogis and other spiritual leaders and just kind of pal around with them. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that was Sergeant Pepper's, right? Uh probably. It was probably like that. Because the Be- Beatles were bigger than Jesus. They yeah. were in India, mm-hmm. and that was that was it, right? With Sergeant Pepper. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. The other anyway, I, I derailed well, that. I'm a no. Well, I'm a well. Sorry, it's my old man wizard brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was also just going to say that, like, probably a close or maybe like a res- like a respectable second place for me is uh, Orthodox Jesus, because like okay, that guy is. Like, like, yeah, like with all the mysticism and like, that guy has seen some shit, and like, <laughs> I'm sure he could just look at a candle and it would go out. Um, so yeah, like that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, you, you know, this is also something that I have discovered um, being here in in, in the Midwest. Um, that uh, actually, I I didn't think this would happen. Us being so far kind of east, at least from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, but wouldn't you know it, we are in the migratory path of the great white buffalo, which just so happens to be in my wizard's chalice this evening. Oh, <laughs> great white so buffalo has come. Yeah, I was, I was. How is it? What do you think? No, no, it is, it is, it is quite good. So yeah, it's, I, um, I, I didn't get officially fireball just cause I didn't want to go to the special place that. Yeah, where the yeah, but fine. but I got a I got the like sort of knockoff equivalent of that and so yeah like I poured like maybe a quarter of that into my glass and uh, the rest milk a couple ice cubes a little dash of allspice which I thought oh allspice yeah and so yeah it's, look at you okay yeah it's just it's just delightful and it's amazing yeah awesome man I am so excited like what kind of uh, milk did you get two uh, percent organic baby. Two percent organic, right? Yeah. On. I think, like I said, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, it just has because it just kind of helps helps um, give enough body to everything that it's not um, that yeah, like you're not just like drinking a weird, sad um, Anglo horchata, but like there's actually like yeah, there's actually like some substance to it. So so yeah, like it, and it, I think there's something to it. Yeah, and 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 I know like to have that reveal, I kind of reverse the usual order of. Asking what's in our wizard's goblet uh, tonight, but Mark, what? Now nah, mix it up. Tonight's all about mixing. Yeah, it tonight's up. all yeah. about mixing. So yeah, Mark, what do you have there in your goblet? Well, I am being boring, and I am sticking with my standard gin and tonic. But mm. I also have on deck from Avery Brewing Co. Um, part of my part of my birthday, we went up to Salida, Colorado, which isn't too far from where we are. Yeah, but they're a little more connected to the world, mm-hmm. and we went to this giant liquor store. And I got something called the Kaiser, which is an Imperial Oktoberfest lager. Oh man! And dude, I am I am like chomping at the bit for that, this one, man. That does sound amazing. Oh man, that that does sound amazing. Yeah, I um... I might even like break to let you know how it is when I get into it. Cause <laughs> yeah, please. I've been please horned do. up for this since like ten thirty this morning when we let when we left there and we swung by that big liquor store. It's like, oh, let's stop by there see if there's something. And oh, baby, was there? That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Um. For any of our listeners who do happen to be in and around Colorado, I I, I would uh, second Mark's recommendation of checking out this this cute little town, this lovely little town, Salida. Um, there's a ton going on. It's got the Arkansas River right there. Lots of nice little restaurants and breweries and all that. So yeah, uh, that was something where it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's where. Shout out to Soulcraft Brewing. They are amazing. Yeah. Had them for the first time. Yeah. It's good stuff. It, it is good stuff. It's very good stuff over there. So, trying. And, you know, yeah, it's it's fun. And uh, last weekend, actually, again, also in the sort of 
autumn season, the Mrs. Wizard and I uh, went out uh, to a local orchard and picked a bunch of apples. And then, oh, did you really? yeah, we got like, um, I think it was a half bushel bag, which was like, I think they recommended or suggested like 18 pounds, something like that. Yeah, it's like, it should be like 18, 20 pounds. Yeah. And I, th- if I know my bushels, well, like, I think well I yeah, because, because you are the produce wizard too. Um, and so, yeah, like we got a nice, we got a nice little variety, got some, uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can remember some of them. Um, well, anyway, it, it doesn't matter, but the important thing that doesn't matter is, uh, today we processed that into some, uh, hard cider. So we got them all chopped up. Oh, hot shit. Yeah. Chopped up and put some water in there. A couple other little dashes of this and pinches of that. And, and our good friend, uh, uh, Mr. Yeast. And, uh, so yeah, probably in a week or so, we'll strain out a lot of the, uh, larger apple pieces and then just like kind of let that do its thing for another yeah, two, three weeks, something like that. And then it should be, should be ready to drink. So that's also, nice. that was another very fun autumn getting into the season, walking through the orchard and be like, Oh, what do you think about this one, honey? This looks good. Um, and then, and then, yeah. And then like mashing it up and doing a whole, little bit of wizardry of our own with that thing so hell yeah that's awesome man yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are actively doing wizard things that's great doing wizard things which like this day and age super important to like still hell yeah keep your craft keep your craft up <laughs> yes oh boy protect your craft just like wu-tang clan said right <laughs> wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with the best protect your neck all right. So anyway, getting back into it. Yeah. So 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 Mark, I know that you um, that you took over uh, last episode and had a lot of really wonderful things prepared, including Teddy Roosevelt, Cryptid Hunter, and uh, and so yeah, I think it's only coming to Adult Swim twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Six seasons and a movie. Um, <laughs> six seasons and a movie. I'm a fifteen minute. Well, fuck, Adventure Time did it, so yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Till we die, and then HBO picks us up, and yeah, I th- yeah. All right, let's We're, do it. We are good to go. So I have, I, I felt it was my turn to maybe do a little deep dive on something, and and, and I think this is a topic which which you have not, um, I haven't given you any clues about what we're diving into or anything like that. Um, I'm totally blind. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Well, and and yet I, I think it is a topic that that you'll find that. Uh, maybe you will be able to to contribute uh, quite a bit to and uh, you know like I think we're both going to get uh, um, not only a little horned up for mayhem but you also might say that we will which is which is at least what Google Translate would have that into Japanese with but um, we're going to talk about yokai Oh shit! All right, I'm in. Let's we do it. We are going to talk about yokai. So, if um, it, and at the risk of like trying to do too much like uh, comparative geography, comparative culture type thing, yokai aren't exactly like a Halloween thing, but they are like ooky spooky and just kind of fun and scary and funny. So I, I felt so like fun. yeah, I love them. Yeah, I, I felt like this would be awesome. so. So yeah, Mark, like like just give us your like. 10 15 second definition like what are yokai what do they do what are they what's your um so yoke yeah oh, sorry. no i was just gonna say sorry, go what's your what, what what's your like elevator pitch to somebody about um what what yokai are 
Um, elevator pitch of yokai would be it is a Japanese, uh, I guess you'd call it folktale, myth, mythology. I don't know how you'd break that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of it as demonic Pokemon. Yeah, that's like um, perfect. There's a bunch of them. They all have a cool niche. Like I know there is one, and I don't remember any of these names. I know that there's one, and it's uh, umbrella. It's like a possessed yeah. umbrella. There's that. <laughs> Um, there is a thing called a tanuki, which is the raccoon mm-hmm. yokai, and they have these gigantic nuts that they um, run around on. And I imagine it's like Randy South Park yeah. with his uh, <laughs> when he had testicular cancel. And oh, it's a hippity hop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're super cool. They're super varied. Um, I think one of the most famous ones might be the Kuchisakiona, the split mouth woman. Oh yes, which I believe has um, taken. It, it's kind of big in like the creepy pasta circle. Yeah. And I've watched a bunch of crappy movies about her because I'm really into Japanese horror. Right. And all things Japanese, really. Yeah, no, yokai are they're cool. Um, yeah, they possess they they occur in different places. Like you can have house yokai or like a forest yokai, mm-hmm. or hey, here's this yokai that lives in the river. Stuff like that. Yeah, it, just fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I found I, I found a, a a resource and it's simple enough to remember. It's it, it's not. Um, I wouldn't say it, it's exhaustive, but it does still seem to be active and like adding new content, uh, new, new, new content. Um, and it is simply yokai.com. And they okay. have, uh, they have a whole bunch of, um, uh, yeah, entries on, uh, it looks like uh, they probably have like a, like a over a hundred, couple hundred different ones, uh, that have these lovely illustrations. They like, uh, provide, uh, uh, links to well, well not links they they provide references to the source material where these yokai show up so you can go and, and read some more um and they even have a yokai finder where you can say like hmm i wonder what sort of uh yokai are native to the hokkaido region and yeah. and, and there you go and then you can make a little better so yeah i i, I just figured we just kind of Go through a whole bunch of random yokai. Some of them funny, some of them scary, some of them just lovable, and you just want to like scoop them up and take them home with you. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm so into this. Yeah. Let's do so this. yeah. So um yeah, one of the ones where I kind of was interested and wanted to start with is um yeah, just there's a lot of yokai that just seem to be on fire. They're they're just things that are on fire. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then they just kind of like float around, or or they like hang out on the water. Like 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 one of the more common ones is a uh, shiranui, which are just kind of like these weird sort of phantom flame like things that appear out like either in the ocean or like off in the distance. You don't really know what they are, but um, um. But then there's also like some really weird ones. So I'm looking up here over at yokai.com, um, and. Also, the listeners will get to um, hear our attempts at speaking transliterated Japanese or actual Japanese, because 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 you what? you took a couple classes, right? You 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 were kind of diving into the speaking Japanese world, right? I took uh I took what was it four sem- I took a I took two years of it, and then uh, Adams <laughs> cut the program. That's that's right. That's right. It, well, it was it was what three and a half years, and then I was going to take Japanese four, and then they they cut it. Mm. I see. So like, that was also 2009. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember. Fuck all from Japanese. Yeah. I can still read it. Okay. Yeah. Which is fun. But yeah. other than that, like, 
And I, you know, a couple of phrases like, oh, yeah, I, I do speak Japanese, Josh. I know enough to be an asshole, I guess. Oh, well, yeah, no, and that's perfect. Like, I think, I think that's one of the first milestones to learning any language is like... <laughs> it's being a dick. Yeah, being a dick. What are the bad words? So that you can both recognize when people are directing them to you and then you can return them back at that person. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, like I just want, I just want to go through some yeah, of the, awesome. our, our first sort of stop on this, uh, yokai like guided tour, I guess, um, is like kind of weird, random things that are on fire. <laughs> okay. And so this first one I want to, sh- um, kind of talk about is, uh, Sogenbi sounds like. And uh, it is a pretty much just like a disembodied man's head that is that is on fire and it just kind of like flies around and it just flies in in the sky. (laughs) And um, from yokai.com, the legends that where we kind of get this is it says long ago at the temple of Mibudera in southern Kyoto, there lived a monk named Sogen. Sogen was a wicked monk, for he would steal money out of the temple's Saisen Bako, a large wooden box which would hold offerings. He also made off with precious oil, which was to be used as an offering for the gods, and sold it in secret, keeping the money for himself. This went on for many years, until eventually Sogen grew old and died. Because of his wickedness, he was reborn in hell to pay for his sins. Shortly after his death, it was said that the flaming head of old Sogen could be seen floating about in the vicinity of Mibudera. Which, like, how freaky would that be? Like, you're, like, just walking home from the day at the factory or something like that. You had to stop by the store and pick up a couple extra things. And you turn a corner, and then here's this flaming head that just comes out. (laughs) I I honestly think that's the point of yokai is to be, like, a weird jump scare. Yeah. That, like, no one fucking wants. Right. Well, and and we'll we'll, we'll get to these because I, I, as I was kind of finding all, all these examples and sort of building this up like so many of them I, I think over half of them are like and like only one person can see it or like hear it yeah or um nobody like believes about it so yeah like it is just sort of like a jump scare like a weird jump scare kind of thing yeah so so that one's that one's kind of cool and then uh, i think sort of like a counterpart uh, a counterpart to that what is uh, this other yokai um ubagabi which trans okay. which translates roughly to old hag fire, um, Jesus. Okay. And yeah, like it's a it's a similar thing. It's just a just a disembodied head that's on fire. But this one's a woman. This is a woman. Okay. And um, this is also kind of interesting. Um, it says that uh, that uh, these ubagabi, uh, these yokai, uh, are created out of the ghosts of old women who are caught stealing oil and died of shame. So maybe so maybe there's maybe that's like the sort of like uh yokai equivalent of the code of Hammurabi. Like if you're caught stealing oil, um then you turn into like a flying flaming head and uh <laughs> go around and terrorize people. <laughs> However, says yokai.com, if one is quick enough and shouts abura sashi, which translates to oil thief, just as an ubagabi comes flying towards him or her, the yokai will vanish. The shame at being called out as an oiled thief is too much to bear even in death, apparently. <laughs> well, that's... No, but that's it. Like, and... Like, so there's that with the uh, split-mouth woman. Mm-hmm. She'll ask you, 
do you think I'm pretty? And if you say yes or no, she'll kill you. But you just got to, like, redirect with a, well, do you think you're pretty? Mm-hmm. And she'll vanish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that weird, it's weird. Mystical riddles are so weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and like, that even takes us all, all all the way back to our very first episode with the um, Ode to Man and, and uh, Oedipus and, and the Sphinx and even the riddle the, the riddle of who is Oedipus, who who are his parents. Um so so yeah I think I think that's also kind of kind of part of it too. Um and then two other two other kind of weird fire ones that I want to kind of th- throw out there and um both of these may be familiar to um anyone who may have played the hit video game one of my favorite video games of all time Okami. Um okay. But this this first one is this first one is Wa Niudo. Uh, and then another version of it, I guess, is called Katawara Guruma. Uh, and these are uh, wheels. These are like cartwheels. Or like um, uh, the first one, the Wainuudo, is uh, appears as a giant, fearsome man's head trapped within a flaming ox cart wheel. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> and so this one apparently doesn't fly, but it just kind of like like hauls ass on little country roads and goes and goes burning i guess not burning rubber but burning wood <laughs> burning wood and and yeah and there's there's a dude's head with like spokes sticking out of it and Fuck. um yeah <laughs> god damn dude that is so much cooler than anything we have in america right like what are you afraid of? A big monkey man. What about you? A flaming cart. Yeah, that head. Yeah. A flaming. Oh, uh, let me try it again. Uh, a head in a flaming cartwheel, like. Yeah, it just goes like hauling. Is it flaming? Yeah, yeah. And th- th- this is also on fire. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah, it says okay, um, cool. <laughs> it says the Wa Niudo are servants of hell, but spend most of their time on earth patrolling for the wicked. They are in constant suffering from the f- flames in the wheel. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like you do. yeah, like you do, and take a sadistic pleasure in inflicting pain on others. Um, when they capture a victim, ideally a wicked criminal or a corrupt priest, but often enough just an ordinary person, they drag their victim back to hell to be judged and damned. So, like, <laughs> at least these guys try to like go after the bad guys, but then like yeah. maybe I guess if they get bored, they just they just pick on whoever. It's like a weird Japanese ghostwriter. Ooh, that yeah. Flaming, flaming school in a wheel mm-hmm. like the Japanese didn't have the motorcycle like yeah makes sense yeah no exactly yeah. okay and then this this uh, this little uh, legend this is like truly one of the gruesome ones um, but it says one okay yeah lay it on one that. famous story from Kyoto tells of a woman who peeked out her window at a wa niudo as he passed through town the demon snarled at her saying instead of looking at me have a look at your own child she looked back at her baby who was screaming on the floor in a pool of blood. Both of its legs oh. had been completely torn from its body. Whoa. When she looked back at the Wanyudo, the child's legs were in its mouth, being eaten by the mad, grinning monster. That's just not nice. Okay, but I'm going to be that guy. Yeah, let's do it. It's a wheel. How does it? How does it rip off? Rip off the legs? Like what I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe. Is it like a buzzsaw technique with the wheel, and then you can like kind of yeah. mouth out? Yeah, him? could could be. I, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Well, and then so, <laughs> and then the maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a big head, and maybe it's 
Maybe it's real big and big enough to get a toddler's leg in your mouth. And just, yeah, and just going nom 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 nom. Um, and and then the second one, the the, the second one, the katawaguruma, um, is a similar kind of thing. It's a it's a big flaming uh, like cart wheel that you would find on a cart or, or something like that. Uh, but instead of a giant monk's head stuck in a wheel, uh, this has a tormented naked woman riding on the wheel. And she's uh, also on fire and burning and eternally in pain. <laughs> All right. So that is also a thing. Um, and- I'm not... I'm not going to make the low-hanging fruit joke of, well, yeah, look at their porn. Of course, their <laughs> folklore has to be horrifying. Right. right. Well, and <laughs> we find a very similar we find a very similar legend here about the uh, Katawaguruma on yokai.com. Um, but I, I think I think we'll be a little more pleased about how this one turns out. So, in a 17th okay. century record, when the Katawaguruma attacked a village in what is now uh, Shiga. Uh, she abducted the she abducted the child of a woman who dared to peek at her through a crack in her door, saying, "Instead of watching me, you should have been watching your child." The distraught woman realized her own curiosity was responsible for the loss of her child. She composed a poem expressing her faults and explained and displayed it all around town, warning others to watch their children more carefully. The next night, hmm. the next night, the Katawaguruma came again and saw that the woman was truly regretful. She returned the child unharmed, and the kata and the katawaguruma was never seen in the village again. Okay. So I guess it's a little easier to like maybe do some introspection and like some soul searching and like who am I to like be spying out my window um, when your child is just missing instead of having its legs like bitten off. Um, but still, like yeah, that's also kind of a fascinating thing where it's like the dude's head just went nom 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 nom. Um, but yeah. this like, uh, this like woman caught in a flaming wheel said like, all right, I, this was a really nice poem that you wrote. Um, <laughs> and you shared it with everybody. So you can have your kid back. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So like all of the times that, um, like you're in high school and your English teacher says, all right, everyone, we're going to write a haiku today. And like you roll your eyes, just know that maybe one day it'll help you. Uh, it could help you get your like missing child back if you're truly, <laughs> truly remorseful. <laughs> uh, so yeah, flaming, flaming fire things, flaming things on fire that are just flaming things on fi- <laughs> flaming things on fire. <laughs> that that's that category of yokai, I guess. <laughs> oh boy. So see, so yeah, like if if you had to face one of those, like either a flaming head or a flaming wheel that has like a, a head or a person in it. Which one do you think you could negotiate with or deal with best, Mark? I am going to take the path of pacifism here. Mm-hmm. And listeners, you don't know this, but for a very, very, very brief time, I was a slam poet. And to break ties huh? in slam poetry, you have to compose haiku. So when I would write my poems, I would write everything in haiku. Nice. And I sort of became this, like, weird, untouchable monster in it because, like, well, if I'm using the tiebreaker to as my, like, baseline, you can't come at me, bro. Right. So I'm going to compose a poem to this poor woman. Mm-hmm. I might appeal to her hot bod. Maybe yeah. she'll be into that. Yeah. But, um, Tish. But, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna take the path of the path. God damn it, I cannot say that. 
the path of the pacifist and uh try and like talk my way out of her because i think that maybe you Mm -hmm. could yeah well and 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 yeah like i think out of all the ones that i just kind of listed right there like like that one seemed to be at least yeah like the least like the least like pernicious or like evil like she just she just got caught up in this she but she wants you to learn something right like like you know right she's like old man look at my life i'm a lot like you should have been watching her baby (laughs) gonna take him away yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Um well, and that and that actually kind of that sort of lead, leads into like the next sort of grouping of yokai that I that I kind of had to had to chuckle about. And these are I guess if I had to sort of label this category, I would I would call them like old old women yokai. Old women? Um okay. And I, I hate to interrupt you, but I'm breaking in uh, here with uh breaking break, news. Do, 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 do. I have poured Beer update with Mark. I um, thank you. I got into that Kaiser Imperial Oktoberfest lager. Oh my god, it is. Oh baby. Oh my god, I smell is amazing. The taste is fantastic. It's a light, like almost pumpkiny, not too much. Nice. Oh man. Oh, I'm I'm gonna have Avery Brewing, Josh. If you can find I, it, I I I'm I'm already pretty good pretty good uh, acquaintances with Avery Brewing. I think and and I even think I've seen some of them um, stocked out this way. So I'll I'll have, I'll have to I'll have to I'll have to see if I can't find and some. It is a lovely like harvest orange color. Like it is it just it's it's beautiful. It's yeah, wonderful. No, it's perfect. Man. Okay. This this concludes our uh, beer news break. <laughs> And now back to our regularly scheduled yokai. So yeah, this is this is the um, this is the old the old woman the old women sort of uh, grouping of yokai, which like range okay. which range from like sort of like mostly harmless, maybe a bit of a nuisance, to like truly some maybe more kind of kind of nasty stuff. Um, but yeah, the first one is Hikeshi Baba, which translates okay. roughly to the fire extinguishing old woman. And apparently this is a yokai who looks like just this old lady with long white hair and kind of grumpy looking. And uh, she just wanders around and goes from house to house blowing out lanterns. (laughs) Turn off the lights. It's 8.30 p.m. I told you to go to bed, not stay up and read your dang mangas. What if that's it? What if what if what if this is like the prototype the like prototypical um I told you to go to bed stop you know, stop it you're wasting lamp oil because that was the other thing right those other yokai would would always steal the yeah, oil yeah, Aburame, yeah. just trying to like trying to conserve like your your father doesn't go out and work so hard for you to waste oil <laughs> I, yeah, well, and I think that goes back to, too, like, just folklore in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are stories because they're cautionary tales. We talked about it last week with, like, right. you know, I'm telling you the story of this wild man in the woods because the woods are a dangerous place, so it's, you know, the same thing, just different. Like, yeah, so I'm telling you now, Junichiro, if you don't snuff that oil lamp, the Kikeshi Baba's going to come in here, and you don't want no part of that. Oh, very good, Mother, I'm sorry. I'll snuff out my lamp and go yeah. to bed. Like, Hi. Yeah. Yeah, you don't waste oil. Or And by the same token, like, 
hey man, quit looking out in the street, watch your damn Right, yeah, like, yeah, in, in, instead of like minding, yeah. yeah, instead of like, like maybe even like being like a, like a busy body and like being super nosy and like, ooh, I wonder what the neighbors are up to. Yeah, like mind your own damn house first, yeah. Yeah. Focus on the family. No, wait, that's terrible. We don't want to do that. No, that's the no, don't focus on your own damn family. Yeah, focus on your own damn family. Don't focus on my family, focus on that family. Focus on your own damn yokai. <laughs> Ooh, there's a there's a fucking yokai in Colorado for you. Yeah, it's called the Pat Jesus. Robertson. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh well, and and th- this is this is another one that um yeah, like kind of a similar thing, but I, I guess doesn't necessarily like maybe isn't quite so purpose driven, uh, but this is the Tenjo Kudari, uh, which which okay. translates to ceiling hanger, and it's a yokai that has the appearance of a naked, ugly old woman with a long tongue and long disheveled hair, and um, uh, this yokai spends most of its time in hiding, living in the narrow crawl space between the ceiling and the roof, so like the attic. And every so often, in the middle of the night, it crawls out from the ceiling upside down to scare people. <laughs> I fucking hate I that. Know. I fucking hate that more than anything in the world, dude. Jesus. Because it is. Because it's like... Oh, that's awful. Because, yeah, like, well, and I'm, I'm sure this has happened to all of us. Like, maybe a little bit restless. Maybe, you know, whatever. And you're still kind of, like, waking up. Oh. And then, yeah, you, like, see this thing hanging down. That would freak the hell out of me. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that was, like... Uh, like the early interpretation or like trying to like put a name to the face of uh, sleep paralysis. It, I could see you know, that. A lot of sleep paralysis, I, I guess you call them Victor sufferers of sleep paralysis. Like they wake up and they see a thing in their room. Right. And they're unable to act. I don't know. Maybe like, and that's, you know, just, Oh no, that was, that was old ceiling grandma. She just right. likes to hang yeah. there and scare the shit out right. of you. Well, and, and, and who knows, yeah. man? Like, I I, I, th- I I do think that there is, yes, yeah, some, uh, that I think that's again, plausible. Like, and that's my big thing is I think folklore explains away a lot of, like, I think we use folklore to try and explain away a lot of stuff we don't understand, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And I, I hate to, like, quote the, uh, what is it, Thor? I hate to quote the Thor movie. Magic is science. We don't understand, but like, yeah, you know, well, or yeah, or we don't. You can't know what sleep paralysis is, but you know that you saw a na- an old woman hanging from your ceiling. Yeah, and your buddy Kenji saw one. So maybe so like, that has hey, to be it. Maybe this is the thing we're both going through. Yeah. Well, yeah, and 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 then from that, like, we can kind of start to talk about it and break it down instead of like you are suffering by yourself right. and I'm the only one that has it. You know? Well, and I would even suggest um, maybe instead of explain away to like make sense of or like yeah and, and, uh, yeah that's yeah I mean. yeah where it's like, like this this weird thing kind of help you process right it. yeah because you encountered this thing or you thought you did and and the, also like with the flaming head like wait did i did i just see that is that was that me and then who and, and then maybe like write that down like dear diary this is what i saw or thought i saw and i was trying to tell other people like yeah. hey did you see this thing but nobody responded but um well you know it makes me think of like um will-o'-wisps yeah too. yeah that's 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 like with the shiranui um yeah there, there there's a whole bunch of like yeah. kind of like mysterious light kind of things um here in this uh or even just like as a more like i guess you'd call it scientific maybe um like swamp gas mm-hmm. you know uh methane gas can just kind of ignite mysteriously yeah. And yeah exactly we still blame that for a lot of weird shit that happens today just don't know it was swamp yeah, gas. exactly we know it was a ufo but can't say that right wink 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 wink. it was a swamp gas Mm -hmm. but i don't know yeah yeah no exactly 
Um, well, and, and, and this, so I, I think what also kind of freaked me out about, about that one is, um, and, and this is also like, like kind of a, kind of a common trope with a lot of the, with a lot of these yokai, um, is the ceiling hanger has this like long tongue that kind of like freak, that like freaks out. They really like their tongue. And, well, and, yeah. and, and specifically this, this next one, the Shitanaga Uba, which translates to long tongued old woman. Um, and yeah, like it's just this, um, disgusting gross scary looking old woman who um uh they live in dilapidated hovels deep in the mountains and they feed upon lost travelers by licking the flesh and blood from their bodies using their extremely long tongues which can be over one and a half meters long and um yeah so that's just what is that like five feet yeah that'd be um yeah that would that would be about five feet yeah which is again like super super gross yeah. which uh and and there's a there's a there's a nice little kind of story here it's a little on the longer side um i don't know if we want to yeah, okay well, well we'll give it a shot here so or, or, or we'll do the bullet yeah we can yeah we can do that so one cold autumn evening two men traveling from echigo to edo found themselves lost in the mountains night was fast approaching when up ahead they spotted a lonely crooked old cottage alongside the road they knocked on the door of the cottage and begged for shelter for the night. An old woman in her seventies was inside, spinning cloth from Ramie. I don't know what that is. Um, she welcomed the two men into the hovel and did her best to make them comfortable. She put some dried leaves into the hearth to start a fire and boiled water to make tea. The two men were grateful for the simple hospitality and soon fell asleep. One of the travelers awoke from his slumber with a funny feeling. Squinting in the darkness, he thought he saw the old woman leaning over his traveling partner and licking his face with an impossibly long tongue. The man was startled and coughed, and suddenly the old woman moved back to the hearth and nonchalantly continued spinning ramier. Um, a moment a moment later, there was a gruff voice at the window. Oi, Shitanaga Uba, it's Shunoban. What's taking you so long? Let me give you a hand. Another monster entered the hovel. It stood about two meters tall and had a large scarlet face that resembled uh, that resembled a lacquered tray. The traveler drew his sword and jumped up at the Shunoban. As he slashed, the spirit vanished into thin air. Meanwhile, the old woman grabbed the sleeping companion and ran out the front door. An instant later, the entire hovel vanished, and the traveler found himself in the middle of an abandoned field. Alone, help, alone helpless, and lost in the dark, the man curled up in the roots of a tree and slept. When morning came, there was no sign of the hovel or the old woman. In a thicket nearby, he discovered the remains of his travel companion, a bleached white skeleton licked completely clean. Uh, isn't that, isn't that, uh, there's like no, great. yeah, there's no like redeeming like lesson from that other than just don't travel through the mountains at night, I guess, or have a travel plan. Cause, cause, cause. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Just don't go through the mountains at night. Well, because like. they even had the buddy system, but um, yeah, True. they just—I don't know. I guess just just not quite. And then hmm. there's there are so it's like half, after that, <laughs> you know what it what's is? What's that? It's tr it's travel with a buddy who's got a a, a gilf fetish or a gmail <laughs> fetish. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I will lick you good, yes? And he's like, yeah, you will, baby. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> and then that lets you escape. You're just like, oh, oh, oh fuck you, Tenji, you're gross. Yeah, that's... <laughs> this is why you bought me, bro. I'll see you in Edo. Yeah. 
no, I'll like catch you later, man. I'm just gonna hang out here for a little bit. It's it's Japanese Bill Clinton. Oh all right, no, let's get no. It. <laughs> hey, all right, I like that tongue. <laughs> oh, get careful there. Let me make you some tea with the leaves and get the fire going. In the Shunoban. And Is that a Cosby joke? Yeah, there's a Cosby. <laughs> Are you making a Bill Cosby joke in 2020? <laughs> Shame slash props for you. Oh, man. I don't know. Something moved me. Maybe it was a yokai. Um, <laughs> it was the it was yokai. A yokai. For, for, for Americans, it's I tweeted that because I was on Android yeah. and I was drinking. <laughs> for Japanese, it was, oh, no. It no, was it was a yokai. Um, yeah, it's like Shinji. How did all of this underwear get in your room? Uh, it was it was a yokai. It was the under. It was panty sniffing. Yeah, it was panty sniffing. I don't know. I I thought I saw it and I called out, but nobody heard me. <laughs> oh, mother! A, a yokai has in has infested my most honorable personage. Ah, yes, Kenji, I see it is very erect. <laughs> Let me take care of it for you, young one. But you are stepmother. It is all right, stepson. This is duty of mother. Most honorably. Let me help you expel most awful demon. You know, I'm pretty sure I've seen that uh, woodcut. I'm pretty sure I have. That's, uh... Dude, I'm pretty sure I've seen that video. It was I Uehara, like... <laughs> Uh, and not to not to overplay my hand here, but I've watched that. I, that may or may not be bookmarked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so wow, Josh, your Japanese is impeccable. What's your secret? Oh, um, self-taught, so, independent study type. I watch lots of videos. That, that, that Rosetta Stone's a real wonder. I tell yeah, you. Yeah. I just I just watch lots of videos. Um, sometimes they have some subtitles, but you don't need them. Um. <laughs> uh, oh no, you do, dude. The story is right. like you think our stuff is tough setting up there. They, they, they really, they get it, man. Yeah. Like, Last time on Naughty Naughty Stepson, he's just like building energy <laughs> over two episodes. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the laundry room. Oh, man. This is going... Japan, why do you do this to us? Because, uh... Because, what what, what was his name? Um, Gavrio Princep shot fucking Franz Ferdinand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now we're now here. Now we're here. This is where we are. This is where... Well, so, okay, so, like... Maybe to like try to get us back from. Um, so so. Before you oh, do yes. that, I wanna I wanna I just what just let me do this. <clears throat> oh, all let's, right. Let's do it. This is. Zenkai Itazura Itachina Giri no Mosuko ni. Last time on Naughty Naughty Stepson. <laughs> okay, now we have to like come up with a theme song. For, Mark, we just keep adding like creative no, projects. No, no, we no. keep adding creative projects to our laundry list here. It's getting too big. I was gonna say, like, this isn't us creating. They've they, well, they've true. done gone and created this one already. This is but. this is also true. <coughs> so, but okay. Anyway, anyway so, so so yeah, like we're just gonna cut all that porn yeah, out just of there. Clear, cleared out, deleting hard drives, all that. Um, so I'm so that last yokai was like kind of gruesome and scary. So so I I think we need 
maybe like a bit of comic re- relief. All right, dude. I I don't know. I don't think I can hack uh, angry ceiling grandmother. Uh, can you yeah. Gotta talk me down because I'm kind of I'm kind of. I'm not ooky spooky, but I'm in a new environment. I got my back to the door, True. and I have a sheet covering me, and I, uh, I don't okay. know, man. Like, Ron Swanson's piercing gaze yeah. ain't enough. You got something to kind of take from a Yeah, well, I, I think I think I do, and this is this is a yokai, which is still, like, what I would classify as one of the old, old women category, but I'm actually going to text you this picture that I have, so you, so okay. you should be in that at any minute. Uh, and this one is called the Yonaki Baba. Uh, which translates something to like the weeping old woman, the weeping hag. And like, if you just look at that picture, don't you just want to like scoop her up and give her a hug? I kind of think it might be Japanese Coach McGrew. <laughs> that could be. But yeah, so. Okay, yeah. So, so the, yeah, so this is, this is an old woman with scraggly, unkept hair and plain robes. She appears outside of houses where tragedy has struck, attracted by the sadness of those within. She remains outside of the house, weeping loudly all night long. Although it appears that Yokai Baba, or excuse me, although it appears that Yonaki Baba are sharing in the sadness of others, it is sometimes said that they actually weep out of scorn, mocking those who are truly sad. And like, I, I don't know, like maybe maybe a hug wouldn't help this particular Yokai because it seems like maybe this is a little. A little mean spirited, but um, but I don't know. Like that just seemed like a funny little Muppet thing that I just wanted to wanted like. No, it's fun. I like in my it. Arms. <laughs> <laughs> I curse you. You should be sad or not. Come yeah, <laughs> like God damn it! I just, I just, you know, I just got fired from my job, and here's this yokai like laughing or cry or like fake crying outside the window. I don't know. Just making, making fun, of, fun you. of you. Oh, boo-hoo. What are you going to do, nerd? You going to cry? You going to cry? <laughs> Even then, I feel like, you know, the, the, the Japanese culture is very, I, I guess you call it upright and kind of stoic. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, like, there's some other sort of no, like no, no, social. You're, you're sad. Don't, don't fucking be sad on the street because you're going to get... Shit, talk to you by this old woman. Yeah, like, yeah, or or even if you do try to like keep it. in And your again, house, maybe yeah. maybe I'm painting like in too broad of strokes, and I know nothing of Japanese culture other than my tiny bit that mm-hmm. I do know. But I don't know, you know. No, let me let me apologize, I guess, in advance. Yeah, if we're fifty minutes of the podcast, <laughs> but you know, sorry guys, didn't mean to be that way. Just, well, you know, if that, I'm sorry for everything. Well, if that, Mark, it, I I honestly think that you are onto something here because these next couple of yokai, this next sort of. Uh, category of yokai I, I think are precisely what we're talking about and these are what i guess i would call um courtesan um yokai lady are you saying they're the sexy they're the, yokai? They're the ladies of the evening yokai and um i'm in Let's and yeah and i at, at least these two they seem to like pretty much um just thrive on kink shaming that's that's all that's all they're doing. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, cool. So this first one is called the Kera Kera Ona, and that is um, okay. that's the that's the cackling woman. I guess that's kind of an onomatopoeia. The Kera Kera is apparently the sort of like laughing sound that she makes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kera Kera Ona are gigantic, horrid yokai found in red light districts. Their name comes from the cackling sound of their laughter. 
Kera Kera Ona, uh, Ona appear as enormous middle-aged women in colorful brothel kimonos with thick makeup and slathered on lipstick. And by by like gigantic and enormous, I mean like 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 thirty feet tall, twenty feet tall. Like okay. in the illustration here, here's some like hapless guy just walking into a tea house, wanting to like have a good time, and like peering over the roof of the tea house is this enormous Keraketa Ona, and just like laughing at him. And okay. so it says they, they skulk around in alleyways and on empty roads, dancing, laughing, and mocking the profession that worked them to death. They are rarely seen outside of the pleasure Whoa, district. Man. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe they're like the like uh, vengeful spirits of former courtesans. Um, and uh, yeah, and they're like kink shaming everybody who spends too much time in the red light district. Mm. But um, okay. yeah, let's see here. Um and well, and 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 this is maybe like a little bit of like history coming in with like a solid gut punch. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, apparently um, during the Edo period, the average lifespan of a prostitute was only twenty three years. Okay, so is that they live to be twenty three years old total, or they get into the business for twenty three years and stop? There, there is. I guess you know what. No, don't don't answer. I don't want to know the, the answer to that. There is a bit of both. Are fucking crazy. yeah. Like, there is a, some. There's not a good answer, right. right? Yeah, the as it's worded right now, there is some ambiguity. Um, but yeah, it. Um, th- but then the follow-up sentence says, or the following sentence says, the demands and hardships of such a life were too much for most to bear. Uh, work hours were long and difficult. Pay was low, and abuse was commonplace, both from clients and employers. Very few women made it to middle age. Oh my god! And so, uh, and so, yeah. Apparently, what this yokai would do is. Uh, when a man passes a lonely street or an alley haunted by a kerakeraona, she unleashes a horrible shrill cackle that can only be heard by him. So kind of going back to that other thing where it's like it's just picking on the one the one individual. Um, and, and then and then this is kind of funny and also kind of re- goes back to like the Ron Swanson <laughs> sort of element of it. Uh, it says, a weak-hearted man faints right on the spot, but one who has the constitution to flee finds that no matter where he goes or who he turns to, the cackle echoes in his ears. Nobody else can hear it. Eventually, these men are driven insane by the incessant laughing, repayment for the lifetime of abuse that Kerakera Ono went through. Okay, maybe not Ron Swanson. Maybe not. I thought he was just going to like puff his chest out and be like, screw you, and like just walk into the pleasure house anyway. <laughs> anyway. But, I don't know, I'm going to call syphilis on that one. That could also be true. That could also be true. Like, if nobody else can see this thing or hear I this thing. I also don't, I, I'm also not, like, up on, you know, when syphilis got to Japan. Right. But. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, I would guess probably during the Edo period would, would seem like a like a reasonable, um, yeah, reasonable kind of estimate. Well, and then this is the other, uh, this is the other sort of prostitute one that's maybe a little king shaming. Um, this is Takaona and... This one is the tall woman, and it appears as ordinary, homely women, most uh, human women most of the time, but they have the power to elongate their bodies and grow to several meters in height. Oh, like yeah. other brothel yokai, I guess that's another way to put it, brothel yokai, they are rarely seen outside of the red light districts, but are fairly common yokai nonetheless. Uh, sightings of these yokai peaked during the Edo period and continued up to the post-war period, the time when brothels and yukaku 
uh, pleasure districts are at their height in Japan. And they are frequent and they are frequently spotted peering into the second story windows of brothels and homes where romantic liaisons are taking place. Okay. And so and so yeah, like I think kind of like with um you know like kind of like with the uh with the yokai that blow out lanterns or or uh give you a hard time for like trying to spy on people. Yeah, like maybe like there's that guilty conscience of a of a client going into one of these establishments and thinking like, "Oh man, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know like ah, like is that somebody spying on me?" Or maybe it just was somebody spying on him. I don't know. Could be. Oh, yeah. 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 Or on the other hand, it's like she's the yokai who tries to ensure that, you know, young men are trying to satisfy their lovers. And it's like checking in, like, hey, buddy, you're doing it right. Oh, you got the little yeah. Foreplay. Foreplay. Hey there, buddy. Hey there, buddy. What are you doing? Hey there, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? No, buddy. Too early, buddy. Got to make sure she's slicker than a baby seal there, buddy. I don't know what that accent is. I, I, I don't know either, but I like Um But okay, so now I want to, I want to, uh, focus our attention on two. These these are just metal. These are just like some awesome yoga. Like, right. and I'm and I'm sure that I would like like shit my pants if I actually saw one of these. But these these are just awesome. Um, and also and also kind of okay. similar. So so the first one, maybe you've heard of this. I'm I'm sure you'll recognize this. Um, I've even seen this pop up in like a lot of video games. Um, but this is okay. the Gasha Dokuro, which is um. Okay. It's it's just like a giant skeleton. Um, yes, 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 yes. Okay, and, yeah, absolutely. And they're yeah. um and they're typically like near any sort of like mass graves or like if there's a battle mm-hmm. or um, uh, I've also kind of heard like famine, like like if there's a really bad famine and, and a bunch of people were malnourished and died, like they their their uh, remains kind of like reconstitute into this giant skeleton. Well, and even like um, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, right? When when you're out in Hyrule Field at, at night, like if, if you kill e- enough of the um, stall stall kids, I think is what they're called. The stall child. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually yeah. like an enormous one pops up. So I think that that's maybe even like a little bit of um, this, uh, this like yokai kind of like showing up in a video game. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. No, those are... I do, I do know about those because it's one of those things that like it's a super famous painting about the skull yes. or it's the giant skeleton and it's puking skulls out. of Yes, its mouth. that's also very famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, the, that one's just awesome. And then this is this is kind of a similar one. Uh, this is called uh, Mekurabe, and that translates to staring contest. And it's kind and it's kind okay. of like a similar thing, but instead of like a full skeleton, apparently it's just like a bunch of skulls that reform into a giant skull and then it just like has a has a staring contest with people and yeah. if you win That's, which is weird how do you stare with yeah the, yeah with this thing so uh, apparently if you if you win the staring contest the skulls just all vanish they just uh disappear and then if you lose the staring contest uh, there's no record there's no record about what what happens if you should should lose but i would imagine like you just die or join the skull pile or something but um man if you can't ask if you gotta ask you can't 
And so the the most famous legend of this one uh, centers on a gentleman named uh, Taira no Kiyomori, the young general who had just recently conquered all of Japan. On one day, he stepped out into his garden to see an uncountable number of skulls rolling about, glaring at him. The surprise Kiyomori called for his guards, but nobody heard him. As Kiyomori watched, the skulls began to gather together in the middle of the garden. They clumped together, rolling up on top of each other, and formed a single giant mass. The pile of skulls was shaped like an enormous skull, close to 45 meters in size. That, and I do know that is 150 Yeah, that's enormous. Yeah. So, okay, but... Also, this, that's a, and I'm not trying to cut you off here, but dude, that's a fucking kaiju. Yeah, and, and yeah, like, I, I think like both this, of these are kind of, le- like, kind of going into kaiju territory. Yeah. Do you, I, I don't suppose you have a, uh, a, a date for, like, when that guy first popped up, right? Ooh, well, or let's maybe? see here. Let's see. What is the old, uh. So, I don't mean to derail no, 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 you, but I just here. kind of thought about that. Like, I wonder. He was a military leader during the late. Uh, Heian period of Japan. So we're looking at like um, pretty much the 12th century. It's like 1100s. Okay. 1100s. Okay. So yeah, dude, 1100s. Like, isn't that neat? They they kind of kept that whole big monster yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and, and so this guy's like staring down. And I guess giants are everywhere. Well, true. But... Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So, 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 the, so the, this enormous 150 foot uh, skull is, is glaring at this general. And uh, Kiyomori took a breath and steadied himself. He glared back at the skulls with all of his resolve. And finally, it doesn't say after how long, but finally the mass of skulls crumbled apart. The skulls melted like a snowflake in the sun and vanished without a trace. So, like... So, if we stare at our problems, you got no arguments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Got to confront... All of these, and if this guy was a general, like he or directly or indirectly, like killed a bunch of people, maybe that's maybe that's who these skulls are, and like all of the all of his past coming back to like haunt him or confront him, and he just like looks it straight back in the eye and says like, "Yeah, I did that. I'm the, this is who I am, and I'm not gonna like feel feel bad about it." Well, and if, like you're saying, he conquered all of Japan, like, then he uh, unified it. So, you know, a couple hundred years later, uh, the shogun Nobunaga would do the mm-hmm. same thing. Right. So, it's a necessary evil, I guess. Like, it's a, what do you call that? Like, inevitable collateral damage for progress. Right, yeah, like. Acceptable. It's acceptable. Right, risk. yeah, and it's like. X amount of people are going to die from this virus, yeah. but X amount of people are going to live because they'll you know yeah and like not to be too callous is like you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet but like yeah i think that's kind of (laughs) i think that's kind of what it's getting at i think that's kind of okay i love it (laughs) all right and then and then finally just kind of rounding us out here i have a whole bunch and we probably won't, won't get to all of them um but these are yeah just more of like the possessed umbrella type like these are just fun and funny and yeah. with with only a few exceptions, I probably there's maybe one or two that I wouldn't want to interact with. But then there are some that are just like I want to pal around with. Um, and uh, yeah, the first okay. one I want to kind of bring to your attention is uh, Nioi Jizai. And I think that's kind of close. Okay. Um, 
And this guy just goes around and he scratches your back. Like that, like, one place that you can't quite reach. He just... Sh- I don't know if I like that. Right, that. yeah. So apparently, um, it's a... Th- there, there's a th- the first part of his name, the Nioi, is a kind of staff, kind of like a walking stick. And so, like, you would imagine, like, oh, like, I'm going to use this like a... I got a little itch on on my back, but I just can't quite reach. And then apparently this guy shows up um, and then he's able to like help you out and get that little spot that you just can't quite scratch. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I like that. I don't, I don't want to be itched by a demon or scratched by a demon. No, true. I true. I, Cause again, like who, who knows? Maybe he gets, gets a little carried away and starts like really digging into you. So that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, this is, <laughs> I, I, as we've kind of talked about before, like m- many of these yokai being like, oh yeah, son or daughter, don't do this or, or do this. Otherwise the yokai is going to get you this, this one, like is, is totally what, what, what happened here. Um, this is, this is yes. Bekataro and he is a short and pudgy yokai with a mat of matted greasy, or excuse me, with a head of matted greasy hair. And apparently what he does is he pulls down his lower eyelids and sticks his tongue out at you. And he just kind of like is mean and kind of like gross and just like teases you that way. Um, But apparently, yeah, like I could very well see like a little kid being mean and kind of like being all amped up or having, having a rough day and like teasing his siblings by pulling down his lower eyelids and sticking his tongue out. And then his parents are saying like, you know... There was a little boy who did that, and then he got turned into a yokai, and then he's going to eat you. <laughs> but remember, your mom used to tell you, don't make a face Exa- Exactly, freeze. yeah. Exactly. Which I thought was real until I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, you can also kind of, uh, as I'm like kind of reading through the, reading through the legend here, apparently this was... Um, so, so there was this thing, uh, there, there was this yokai, but nobody really had a story for it. But apparently someone may, named uh, Mizuki Shigeru made up a story for, for this uh, Bekataro. So apparently long ago, there was a baby boy named Taro with an insatiable appetite. He could eat as much as 10, even 20 adults would eat. Eventually his parents could no longer afford to feed him and they abandoned him and he was forced to live on the streets. So, like, one, you could already kind of see, like, even, like, sort of the opposite, I guess, of, like, clean your plate. Like, don't don't eat too much. Just, you know, right. whatever. Um, but apparently, uh, he... There are starving kids in Hokkaido. <laughs> eat your damn rice. And then in, in, in Hokkaido, it's like, hey, stop eating so much or you're going to turn into a yokai. And so, <laughs> apparently, he survived by wandering the streets and begging strangers for food. But no matter how much food he was given, it was never enough to satisfy him. He was always hungry. His hunger was so great that he began to wonder what humans tasted like. Eventually, he gave into his curiosity. He began to catch and eat people and as a result, transformed into a yokai. From then on, whenever strangers would encounter Taro on the streets, they would run away from him in fear. But I could also just it being like, I, I could also see it just being like, hey, stop making that face. Um, you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> I said lump off. 
Um, this one I think is also this kind of re- reminds me of the uh, Taka Ona, the the one who would kind of grow in its in its den to like peer into um, brothel rooms. Yes, yes, yes. This 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 yokai is called the Kanbari Niyudo. Um, it's name tr- literally translates to a Kanbari priest. Um, but apparently what this guy does is it is a perverted ghost-like yokai which lurks outside of bathrooms on New Year's Eve. Uh, it has a roughly priest-like appearance with robes and a, a tonsured haircut. Its body is covered in thick hairs. Uh, Kanbari Nyodu blows a cuckoo out of its mouth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just spies on people when they're going to the bathroom. That's that's gross. super gross. <laughs> that's the realest one that we is, have. Though. That totally. Like, I mean, like all of the like, like r- real life and horror stories of like people having like f- like like finding cameras in public bathrooms and stuff like that. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So like that that was this guy. That was this guy before then. <laughs> God. <laughs> And then uh, uh, apparently, which I also kind of like this kind of being tied up with New Year's Eve for whatever reason, just because, again, like like so much of New Year's is like warding off bad spirits or whatever. Um, But yeah, um, according to some local legends, if you enter an outhouse, so if if you if you have all your sake and you got to go to an outhouse um, Mm -hmm. uh, and and you have to go between uh, one and three p.m., you're supposed to peer down into the hole and chant Ganbari Niyudo uh, three times and a human head will, will appear in the oh. hole. If you take that head and insert it in your left kimono sleeve and then take it back out, it will turn into a gold coin. Yeah, so yeah, th- this guy's... Uh, I, I, just, I, I just get a kick out of like that maybe we can still turn this like New Year's Eve yokai that shows up and is, and is kind of like pervy but like if you say the right thing maybe you'll like get a gold coin out of it you just gotta make your pp time and only fans <laughs> thing it'll be fine dude what what if that was it what if it like predicted that whole that whole thing man that's crazy <laughs> I, did I did i tell you i'm gonna start an only oh that sounds that sounds wonderful it's going to be me in an apron doing chores around the house. <laughs> Topless. Topless in this in, in an apron, just like kind of like vacuuming or doing Nice. I shit. love it. <laughs> like, oh, what's that? Do you want me to like scrub this plate? Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. yeah, I will. No, I'm not using soap in there. That's cast iron, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Don't want to strip yeah, the flavor. You got to season it. Well, well, the novelty of a man doing <laughs> chores. <laughs> well, and, and there's this other, um, there's a, Related yokai, the uh, akaname, which apparently means filth liquor. Yes, I was hoping you would cover this, dude. He's so, so yeah, awful. Tell me what you know about this guy. Um, so, as I understand it, um, akaname is yep. filth liquor. And what he does is he just comes into your bathroom and he kind of acts as little <laughs> Mr. Queen. And he... <laughs> He tongues your soap scum and he tongues the light gross pee spots on your toilet bowl and I he's unpleasant but what I I also think is kind of neat his name is uh, Akaname and um Aka is also the word for red mm. so in tradition he's always depicted as being red 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, but but Aka also means scum. So he's the scum licker or the dirt licker. So he's like, yeah, it's, it's just kind of fun. Oh, he's like is. up to he's like about a foot high and just this little weird goblin that comes into your house and yeah, and goes la, 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 la. soap scum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. Which again, cautionary tale. I don't want to cut. Okay, you're, mm-hmm. it, it, okay. So here we are. It's two a.m. You're getting up to pee in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know. And you flip on your light switch and you see this like scuffling and you throw back the shower curtain and it's just an Akanami. Oh, hey there, buddy. What's going on? I was leaking your walls. Oh, they're so tasty. (laughs) It's weird. It's the ones that don't do anything that freak me out the most. It's old ceiling grandma. Right. Like Akanami. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Flaming wheel cart head, man. Whatever. I don't care about you. You're Mm. cool. Like. Split mouth woman, I can handle your ass. Right. But yeah. oh dude, not I don't want Akaname in my home. Right. Yeah. Because not again, only it's is like... it an indictment on my, you know, role as a as a um what do you call it? as a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's also there's a fucking dwarf in my bathroom and I, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, just no, it's a hard no. Yeah. I'm picking up this ball and I'm gonna take it. Yeah. And I'm gonna pass it to you well and it, it, it reminds me also like there's a there's a there's a similar kind of concept in a lot of like the scandinavian countries and folklore like like the yes. house elves where it's like if you um yeah the uh the yule lads yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah like if yeah. you like clean up if you like try to keep like a tidy house and like even like specifically like leave out like little bits of food for them or like little like pores of uh meat or whatever then yeah. then yeah they're happy and and they'll like kind of tidy up on, uh on their own and then kind of do stuff like that and then vice versa if you neglect the house if you neglect them if you don't acknowledge them then yeah they just like add on to your misery and they like yes and like light bulbs burn out faster or whatever um so yeah yeah, yeah. all right so Mark, like then i'm i'm based on what you're saying i'm pro- i'm pretty sure that you're also going to not like these next guys at all um Okay. These are these are the Yanari, and they're just little shits that look maybe like four or five inches tall, and they just they just like get active in your house at night, and they and they just make noise. They just like they just have like little mallets, and they just like bang on shit, and they like rustle your like cabinets around. Um, They're just obnoxious. Yeah, they just and they just like it's not like punishment for anything. It's not like oh you should have learned to do this. Like they just. They just, they just make noise. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that's mice. Yeah. Which, which, well, and, and, well, and it even says here on a uh, yogukai.com, it says that they appear most often in wooden houses, especially those of cheap or new construction. Cause like not everything is settled yet. Right. So like, like newer houses are still settling. Oh, and all so that. like your boards are like settling. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Never mind. I like them. They're cute. Yeah. They're, well, they and can stay. well, yeah, and they and add at least the uh, illustration here. You can, I, I can I can either send it to you or look it up later. Like yeah, like you just see like there's like three of them and like one dude's like full on like just about to smash into like a like a vase with with his little mallet and then there's like some cats that are just kind of like chilling and watching these other guys like pull up a floorboard. Um, <laughs> it's like these these guys might be okay, like so long as they don't make make too much noise, I guess. Um, oh, here's another liquor. <laughs> okay, this is uh, Tenjoname, and he does okay. like what what Akaname does to bathrooms. 
this guy apparently does to ceilings. So if you have like a like like either some spider webs or like maybe like a um like a like a water leak stain or something like that or all the dust and grime that gets up in your ceilings and your um corners. I guess this guy comes along and licks that up with his long tongue. Again with a long tongue. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, and I, I should have mentioned that too. Akaname also has a long tongue. Oh, yes, yes. Is, yeah. Yeah, so you can, you know, get get into the bowl and around, you know. Yeah, exactly. See, like, oh. like if anything. Oh, God, he cleans the bowl so you don't have to. But, okay, like, so you know the, like, or the, 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 the shoemaker and his wife. You know, the old man and he can't make the fucking shoes, so the elves do it for him, right? Right, mm-hmm, yep. That's one half. Versus the Akaname visits the shoemaker and his wife's like, hey, buddy, your bathroom's disgusting. I'm going to lick it. Yeah. Which, yeah, versus like, like, hey, I'm just, I I guess it is just like a matter of uh, perspective, you know? And I guess I'm sure that there's like weird German toilet demons too. Oh, and I'm also sure there's weird German adult films based on like toilet demons for that too. (laughs) Oh no, it's der Scheißelicker. Oh, he is coming to my house. <laughs> oh, my bathroom is schlecht. Oh no. Mein Gott. Dies. Guten Tag, Frau Leiter. <laughs> I gross myself out, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Well, well, we are also nearing the end of the, the end of my sort of sort of pre- prepared ones. And there's cool. So can I lay a couple on you? Oh yeah. Is that okay? I, Let's do it. I don't want to commandeer this. You can tell me to fuck no, up if you want. No, like, uh, And 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 who knows? Maybe maybe even the one that you're thinking of will will be one of these two that I have left on on my kind of list. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give you my short list of my favorite harmless ones, real quick. Okay. Perfect. So the first one is called Nepupo, mm. which translates to blobby. He's three to, or they are three to five feet tall. And it's this weird headless potato sack of a body that is super fat. It smells gross, and it just sort of harasses people. <laughs> but it is it is known to bestow eternal youth onto those who eat it. Oh wow! But you yeah. have to like be prepared to choke down this like gelatinous, fat, rank-smelling thing. Yeah. So, and this comes from uh, Yokai Attack by uh hiroko yoda and matt alt it's a badass book oh nice um yeah and so coming from there uh some believe the first uh nepupo were created a long ago from bits of rotting human bodies cobbled together for some unfathomable reason Hmm. so it's like gross chunks of dead people yeah and um yeah and also in this visit it's a fun little book and it's got a note here and it says a uh Nupepo slang, there's a derogatory term, uh, nuperi, which is occasionally used for women who apply too much makeup. So, kids, you can take that one to the bank, and if you see a woman wearing too much makeup, you call her a nupep, uh, nuperi. Yeah, do that. See where that gets you. See if, see if you can get your Spanish teacher real pissed off. Yeah. Porque Senora Ross has mustache hair, and she covers it with foundation. Maybe that's too much for Mark's page. We don't know. <laughs> oh, that's, a... that's amazing. And also, also according, also according to this book, there's no one, there's no actual record as to if anybody has successfully harvested mm. their flesh. 
or what it might actually taste like. So, hey, man, if you find a uh, new pepo, uh, go go get into it. Maybe it's delicious. Yeah. You just Well, well, because, like, how many other foods are there that, um, yeah, like, smell smell bad, but then actually once you, like, taste them, they're not, they're not all that terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Another one that I like or that I'm a big fan of is called the uh, kitsune, which yeah. is just the, the Japanese word for fox. Mm-hmm. And uh, some listeners, if you're like me and I know I am, you're all about Naruto, and he has a nine-tailed fox demon. Yeah. You might also recognize this yokai from Pokemon, the nine-tails fox. Yeah. Or nine-tails, the fire fox Pokemon, whatever. Yeah. But um, one of my favorite things about it is um, a sign of uh, uh, kitsune possession is it makes people grow weird whiskers Mm. so like it manifests its appearance on them but it also makes illiterate people literate like that's the weird side effect of being possessed by a kitsune oh dang that's that's pretty yeah it's kind of fun yeah that's awesome yeah yeah kitsune are also they're they're pretty legit yeah 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 that like that those are Maybe we got to do a whole like episode of like, ooh, prob- these are fun yokai. Yeah, we could probably um, do a whole one on uh, on just kitsune. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this is an unprepared one, but I just saw it as I was flipping through. Seto Taisho, his name means teapot samurai, <laughs> and it's it's a one and a half foot tall uh, yokai. He's bipedal. He's got a sake body for a head. He's got a teapot. As his, or he's got a sake bottle as a head, a teapot for a body. So he's like this animated golem of that is amazing. Um, dinnerware. He wields a wooden spear tipped with ceramic. And his only his one weakness is um, being dropped from a height. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense if he's made out of China. Yeah, like, no, that totally makes porcelain, sense. porcelain, you know? That absolutely makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so cool. Apparently, they are known to fiercely charge with their perceived opponents. It's fun. <laughs> Sorry, I. There's even like this really cool woodcut print. I'm even. I'm gonna send this to you, John. Oh yeah, yeah. Fun. Please, please do. Yeah. This might be. This this might be one of my favorite. Which yeah, like because it is like it. It's not surprising that like. Yeah, like the culture that produced yokai also made Pokemon. Or vice versa, because it is. It's like, yeah, and, look yeah, at all and these... maybe that was me being too reductivist about it. But fucking, these are, dude, these are just like demon Pokemon. Yeah, like, no, you no, gotta you... catch them all. And even like as you were going, I had this yokai attack book out because I was like comparing notes, and a lot of the ones you mentioned weren't in this one. So right, oh my there's god, there's tons of them, man. Like this guy is awesome. You have like first gen decks. I have second gen decks. Right. Isn't he cute? He's got his little hat. No, that's so cool. This guy might. This guy might be the episode art. I don't know. That that I would be down with that because he's man. I just want to go on adventures with him. That's just awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I have, I have uh, at, at least the last two. I think, I, I think I'm going to save my, I think my favorite for last because these both are just so goofy. I just love them. All right. Um, but the, I'm gonna, can I give you what my? Can I give you my last? Favorite oh yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a guy named uh, Tiarai Oni, mm. and his name means hand washing demon. And what it is, is this giant, and, and, and again, we talked about kaiju with the giant skeleton, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. So this dude is literally the size of a mountain. Oh, wow. And it's said that his leg span is 7.5 miles wide. So he's, what, 14 feet tall, I guess? Yeah, I think, I think that sounds about right. And so 
and again, this is coming from the book, like, um, his weakness is polluted or dirty water, and he lives in mountainous regions. And what he does is it's just this demon that crouches over rivers and washes his hands. <laughs> One account of him describes him as straddling two mountains separated by a distance of some seven and a half miles, and another almost twelve. But there is no hard data on this yokai's size. That is, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I'm, I'm going to have to change up my order because the one I was going to say for last is like totally like, like perfect from this. Yeah. So he's just a, he's just a big demon bending into streams, washing his hands. And if you meet him, you just, you, you, you be quiet. You don't say, Hey buddy, what you doing? Yeah, you just and let him be like, I'm washing my hands, but now I got to take your soul to hell. God damn it. Like, <laughs> oh, oh. but it kind of sounds like this dude is a weird allegory for environmentalism. Yeah. Because, like, if you leave him be, he's fine and he doesn't hurt you. But, like, his greatest weakness is polluted water. So, like, if you maybe want to come across this guy, like, he's a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. But yeah. keep your rivers clean. Yeah, just, you know? just, just yeah. keep them clean. Just keep them clean. Yeah. yeah perfect. Oh, okay. Well, uh, okay. I actually think I'm going to go back with my original one. So, so like, keep keep handwashing demon in mind okay. in a little bit. But okay. but um, our penultimate is uh, Tofu Kozo. And I love Tofu Kozo. Tell me tofu about him. Tofu boy, yes. Tell me about sorry. him. Sorry, you got sorry. No, 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 do it. Oh, yes. No, 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 do it. You do him. You, <laughs> you do him. Tofu Kozo are small yokai who closely resemble human children, except for their large heads and clawed fingers and toes. Okay, fine. We, we can get past that. They wear little boys' kimonos and wide brim hats, the typical outfit of a tofu selling young boy of the Edo period. big old heads. They're so cute. Yeah. And they just walk around with like a little tray of tofu and just. Yeah. Offer tofu to people. <laughs> These guys are so great. <laughs> I love how like you have fucking like angry ceiling grandma, but then there's also tofu. Yeah, there. and I've come to bring you tofu. Yeah, just little like it's um like there was that skit um uh, from Saturday Night Live with a uh, Canteen Boy, right? That was Alec yes. Baldwin and I'm Thank you, like, Canteen Boy. Yes, <laughs> just a little tofu boy. <laughs> And he does. He just like to to he just like hangs tofu out. Tofu boy and tofu sama. Yeah, and he just gets he just gets horned up for tofu, and like that's just that's just his thing. Horned up for tofu. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, holy shit! Oh man, it's so great! It's so great! Oh, so okay. Great. So so now now like, and and who knows? Maybe this is me like correlating some contents of my mind with a, with a hand-washing demon. But um, okay. but the last one that I at least ha have for us right now, and, and who knows, maybe we'll have to have another uh, yokai I wanna, episode. I, I think we need to have a yokai part too. Because like there's just so many good ones. There's so many good ones. there's so many good ones. Yeah, they're so fun. Yeah. Okay, and, and so this one is, which I also just just, just real quickly like to, to kind of circle back. Like I, I, I wanted to stress at the beginning that like yokai aren't necessarily like, like they don't really have anything to do with Halloween. And yet I think, yes. I think they still do kind of, yeah, like they, they do kind of represent that kind of like can be really creepy and spooky, but also kind of silly and also kind of like strangely moralizing about stuff, which, which also I think kind of fits in with the spirit of Halloween, if maybe not like the letter of it. Okay. Um, but my, the, one that I want to leave off with, and and once I had the idea for like a yokai episode, I knew I had to find this one for first and foremost. And this is a 
Ashiarai Yashiki. Okay. And um, this, I I just can't even like describe it. But so so I'm just gonna read read what uh, what, what what's here on yokai.com. And this is this was a bizarre phenomenon uh, that took place during the Edo period in the neighborhood of Edo, known as Honjo, present day uh, Sumida Ward, Tokyo. And this is known as one of the seven wonders of Honjo. And, appa- okay. and apparently what happened was uh, long ago there lived a Hatamoto, a high-ranking samurai named Aji no Kiyono uh, Suke. One night in his Mandarin Honjo, a loud, booming voice was heard. It echoed like thunder. Wash my foot! Just then there was a splintering crack and the ceiling tore open. An enormous foot descended into the mansion. <laughs> the foot was covered in thick, bristly it's hair and it was Python filthy. Foot. <laughs> it was. The terrified servants scrambled to gather buckets, water, and rags. They washed the foot until it was thoroughly clean. Afterwards, the giant foot ascended up through the roof and disappeared. <laughs> that is awful. The following night, and every night thereafter, the same thing occurred. A booming voice would demand its foot be washed. A giant foot would crash through the roof, and the dutiful servants would wash it clean. (laughs) A few nights of this was all that Aji no Kiyo no Suke could take. He ordered his servants not to wash the foot anymore. That night, the foot, sh- the foot crashed through the ceiling and demanded to be washed as usual. When it was ignored, it thrashed about violently, destroying vast swaths of the mansion's roof in the process. Kiyonosuke oh complained to his friends about the nightly visitor and the destruction it, ca- it was causing. They were very interested. One of them wanted to witness the event so badly that he offered to swap mansions with Kiyonosuke, and Kiyonosuke quickly agreed. However, after his friend moved in, the giant foot never appeared again. Hmm. <laughs> and so there's a there's a couple kind of guesses here. This says there, there there's no um uh it, it concludes there's no uh, definitive conclusion as to what caused this strange occurrence. It's often blamed on a mischievous tanuki because they have magical powers and they love playing tricks on people. Um, on the other hand, washing your feet is also a Japanese idiom for rehabilitating a criminal. And so one interpretation of the story might have been that Aji no Kiyonosuke was doing something illegal and the yokai appeared to punish him. And he kept saying, hey, okay, wash your feet. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like you could, you, you could but I just, I just get, <laughs> so you're just chilling, you're hanging out, you had your dinner, just winding down in the evening and then you just hear, wash my foot. And then just this huge foot comes crashing into your and like it's awful and like what do people do do they like freak out do they run out of the house no they just say like all right giddy up sanji go go get the bucket <laughs> okay but even like yeah you're, you let's say this is real like what do you fucking do with that yeah what do you do <laughs> what do you what do you do wash my foot i'm not washing his foot yeah i'm noping out of my apartment <laughs> I'm filing a claim with Geico because, like, hey, yeah. man, this thing mashed my apartment. Cover my owner's yeah. insurance, man. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is in anybody's policy. And then it happens again. 
Well, but it also... And it's like, hey, man, okay, fool me once, shame on you. Right. You stomped through my house twice. I'm definitely not washing your foot, bud. Right. Well, and and so, so yeah, like, let's let's maybe, like, try to do the whole, like, what could this, like, be a story about? Which which I do kind of like the idea of, like, yeah, like, maybe, maybe this guy was up to no good. Maybe he was doing some illegal thing on the side, and this was... Maybe this was like his guilty conscience or something like that. Um, and also like kind of in, in a weird way, it makes me think of, uh, um, yeah, it's Lady Macbeth who like tells her husband to kill King Duncan. But then like she's the one like washing her hands. She can't get she can't get the stain out. And this foot keeps coming back because it. Oh. I, so I, I don't know. Maybe there's some maybe there is something like kind of. So, we, so OK, so it's out damn spotting it just samurai style yeah with a enormous foot that like you wash it clean one night but then it comes which also asks me what makes me want to ask like what is this foot doing that's making it so dirty because like what it's a foot man feet get dirty well, well true but well well and like isn't that the whole purpose too about like taking your shoes off when you're coming into a house you know so like you like your shoes oh, are dirty yeah, but yeah. Uh, so i don't know maybe there's maybe there's some also some sort of weird hospitality thing there about this giant foot being a bad guest <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know Whew, man this 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 episode be, ended up being am... number one like a ton of fun but also number two I'm, I'm looking at our timer here and man this is this is one of the longest it's, it's a little long but no it was fun i like <laughs> okay. that I'm, I'm really horned up for yokai yeah like, it's it is it's just... and 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 i'm glad that like i don't know it was I like it when it's this. I like I like having fun with it because that's what I want to do is have fun. But too like, and I know I don't remember her name, but man, old ceiling grandma really freaked me out. Right. Well, and 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 I can also like, kind of imagine that too. Just like kind of like campfire stories or, or like ghost stories or whatever. Like yeah, I'm sure like people trading yokai stories or, or like, which I also know there's like a ton of copy pastas about them or, uh, um, no not. Yeah, like Kuchisaki is a huge one. Like, oh, I saw this split mouth woman, guys. Junji Ito has a bunch of like his his horror manga. Like, there's there, mm. there's one specifically about like a about like a lady who goes around licking people. And like, yeah, that's that's pretty much like a modern day yokai. Ugh. Yeah, super gross. Yeah, I was almost thinking about like doing a Junji Ito. Um, like like having that be be the basis for for an episode, but like that would be that'd be maybe a little too real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I um, I still haven't finished Uzumaki. I I can't. It's, it's ugh, it just it's more than I can do. It's I it, which that yeah, which I I am also like let the record show like I am a pussy cat. Like I really can't handle very scary things anyway. And yeah, like he's like right at the upper limit of like things that I can stomach. Um. But uh, but but then but then like if that is a little too intense or a little too real for me or well I guess not real, um, but but then yeah I come back to these yokai and on the one page there's like a really scary one but then on the next page there's a really funny one or just like yeah. a thing that wants to give you tofu. <laughs> <laughs> tofu boy away. Tofu boy. Hi, gambate tofu. <laughs> So good. Actually, now I'm I'm thinking of who man I'm right on. I am I am horned up. I'm 
going to see like four different yokai tonight when I go to bed. Um, I'm probably going to turn into one at some point. Who knows? That's a that's a that's a whole other Jesus. like level of yeah. Isn't that a trippy thing? Like because so many of these were like, oh, this guy had regrets in life, and then he turned into a yokai. I was like, well, Jesus, now I know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentle listeners. Until next time. Hopefully you you've you've learned some new yokai that you can share or 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 if you have a favorite one that that we didn't talk about like let us know let us know let there's us know. so many what do you want to hear about in yokai part two like yeah what is a yokai that you felt was criminal that we overlooked in this first episode and we will we will make it up to you we will we will get get yokai tattoos well maybe not that yes but, or, or well, yes yeah no i i i will i will get um teapot samurai yeah okay now yeah Teapot Samurai and Tofu Boy. Man, like, that's a... <sighs> Mark, we have to write a manga now. <laughs> Teapot Samurai and Tofu Boy. <laughs> but it's just like the two of them in a studio of apartment in New York. <laughs> yes, Kevin, let's do it. Um, and if, if we did miss something, if we... Or if we got something super wrong, like, yeah. you know, whatever, two air is human... To correct us on Twitter is also human, apparently. <laughs> so you can find us there at uh, One Wizards Pod C on Twitter, or no, what Two Wizards Pod C One at Twitter because Twitter's weird, or on Instagram at Two Wizards Podcast. You can also find me at Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram. And Josh, uh, have you gotten horned up enough to uh, start a uh, Instagram? There, it is. It is coming. Uh, have you been spookified I, yet? It's coming. I, it's coming. So we have. We have like the full moon coming around and we have all the the stars are aligning i can feel i can feel it there's there's some magic in the air that i might yes that i might just bite the bullet and get a twitter yeah (laughs) awesome perfect well hey well i've been josh and i'm still am josh and i'm a wizard and uh i'm mark and i've always been mark and i'm still a wizard and jikaiwa tuso no wizardo podcast no kudasai Watashi wa karera zen ni no koro shimashita.